The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. so nice to speak with you again. I hope you guys are doing honky-dory, I guess. That's a saying. This is Ashley. I am one half of Baby Lambs. Thank you for joining us. Uh, If you're joining us today, that means that you know, per the title, that this is going to be episode three of the Hunt a Killer Moon Summit series. Now, for those of you who don't know anything about Hunt a Killer, Hunt a Killer is a really cool, like, story-based box mail service not like mail like you know like like the you know like mail like the usps um and uh what it does is it creates like a like a a linear story every series of boxes in this case there's six boxes in this series tells one story where you can uh look at evidence and 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 they give you evidence uh, to build a a mystery that you are supposed to solve. Now, last uh, the last box series was completed. Uh, it was the class of 98 by me and Lisette. Um, but we are still in quarantine here. We're still, uh, we're still self, uh, or what social distancing is the term, right? Actually, uh, looking at the date that I'm recording this today, it has officially been a little over a month since we've, uh, begun the social distancing and I'm the one who receives these boxes. So it is I who is completing this series alone. Uh, I do recommend that, uh, if, if you want to follow along, you should definitely listen to the Hunt to Killer Moon Summit episodes one and two and three. I, yeah, three. This is, oh, the fourth one. This is the fourth one. Jeez, what is time? Let me tell you. Social distancing has been quite a struggle. Um, I know that across the country, we're all experiencing some sort of hardship with this. I will, I'm, I'll admit to you, I... I wanted to do this box today because I'm feeling pretty low. I'm feeling pretty, pretty, uh, deflated and, uh, and I wanted to do something a little fun that could get my mind off of things. You know, it's still pretty hard to, you know, your day to day has changed. Our new normal has become the normal and, um, and you know, but regardless, I'm I'm very excited to be playing Hunt a Killer because it's a wonderful distraction. They're wonderful, you know, we're we're happy to be affiliated with them. And proceeds of every box for Hunt a Killer actually goes toward the Cold Case Foundation so that real cold case crimes can be supported and hopefully solved with the right funding. So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and start opening this box. Uh, I have the other box open as well. Um, basically, I, I put like three boxes worth of things into one box. So I have all of the evidence that we've had thus far, and I'm sure that we'll get some new ones in this new box. Sounds pretty light, right? You can't hear it, right? Well, maybe. I don't know. So I'm going to go ahead and start opening this while I do that. You know, I I, want to ask, how are you guys doing? You know, I know that this isn't an easy time for anybody. Are you a, are you an essential worker? Are you out, you know, sacrificing your time with your family and your health and to like keep society running? If you're one of those people, thank you. Thank you so much for stocking the shelves and for keeping patients healthy and 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 doing really making really really difficult decisions and uh, thank you for that if you are on the converse if like me who is able to work from home you know it's how have you been adjusting how has that lifestyle change affected your day-to-day um and if you're one of the the many who have been laid off or furloughed um you know, just know that there there will be a turn soon. There will be a turn. Things are going to be shifting in the other direction very soon. 
Um, and the good news is that we might, uh, by this time, I'm hoping all of us got our, our stimulus checks, right? So we can, you know, have a little bit in the bank or spend on something frivolous, you know, whatever you need. I'm glad that it's there. Taking a sip of my coffee so I can open up this box. Okay. All right. So in the box, I see a manila envelope per usual. I see a little bookmark with some uh, things. And basically, they give you like a bookmark every, every box where it lists all the items that you should have in your box. I'm not going to read that because I like to be surprised. Uh, and then there's another piece of paper here that says that your goal in this episode is to eliminate a suspect yes we have started eliminating suspects we started in box three so i imagine that that will always be the goal until this is over so i do feel like a lumpy thing in here in this vanilla envelope so i'm going to go ahead and open it and like always i am going to read through the contents of the box it you know sometimes it's a lot sometimes it's a little but it's the only way that we can really get a, a basis for what they're trying to um encourage us to pay attention to so there will be a lot of reading a lot of shuffling but hey put me on in the background i don't know mop the floors play animal crossing oh god <laughs> that's pretty stuffed in there all right let me throw this away all right, and I do see a piece of evidence, and it is in an evidence bag, per usual. They all have little evidence bags, and they have little writings in it. Uh, and in here, it seems that we have a wallet that was found inside Toby Medina's backpack. Toby Medina is the victim of this crime. So this is me opening it up, and I do see, like, a black um, Velcro wallet. Let me go ahead and open it. Oh, wow. Inside, we have Toby Medina's student ID. Oh, I'm so familiar with these. And it looks like a real ID. It has his little face on it. Let me check the other pockets, see if there's anything else in here. Okay, I just see his ID. I guess that's all it is. Well, let me... I'm thoroughly going through each little pocket of this wallet. make sure I'm not missing anything but I'm sure that this ID is gonna be is gonna play a major role in this or a future episode it does have an ID number it does state that he's a graduate student at Whitlock University it does have the same like information that all student IDs have on the back where it says you have to pay $25 if you lose it all that jazz okay so wallet I'll put you back uh, I'll put you right over yonder and we do have a letter well we have a couple of letters one from michelle gray who is our investigative um mentor here our investigation mentor and from ami takahashi who is also who uh, works at the for the department of natural sciences at woodlock university i'm going to start with michelle's letter here we go we're really starting to see some progress now with one less suspect to worry about, we can keep narrowing our focus. According to the evidence he found, he was in camp during the time of the murder, using Wi-Fi that was limited only to the immediate camp area. I'm impressed that you were able to figure that out from tiny details in those documents Omni sent. This investigation seems to be reliant on picking out the small, seemingly insignificant facts and piecing them together into something cohesive. Luckily, it looks like you have a knack for the process now. There are four remaining suspects to evaluate. By now, I'm sure you started developing some theories, especially regarding motive. Just remember to consider the means and opportunity when assessing the suspects, too. First, we need to focus on, pro on, pro on proving who isn't the killer. It'll make things easier as we progress. Since we're this far in, it might be a good idea to revisit some of the past materials Ami sent to refresh your memory. Even when I've taken some amazing notes, even when I've taken some amazing notes, I sometimes go back and realize that I've missed something. The new desktop password is. <laughs> You'll see that I've updated the Deviant Tracker Samples tab with some test results from the evidence Ami sent to me. Before you take a look at that, you might want to read through the other documents. 
when you're finished, follow the same assignment as last time. Eliminate one more suspect from the list. I've updated the assignment text file on the desktop so that you can use it as a reference. Contact me using the same method as before, and I'll reply as quickly as I can. Signed, Michelle Gray, Michelle Gray, Private Investigator, Gray Investigations, LLC. Okay, lovely. I'm going to put that to the side so I can log in with the new password in a minute. Now, the letter from Ami Takahashi. Investigator. Michelle gave me an update. I'm relieved to know we can rule at least one person out, leaving us with four potential murderers. That sounds bad. But I've just been so suspicious of everyone, since I haven't been able to put the blame onto, uh, onto one person yet. Guilty until proven innocent, I guess. Or is it the other way around? Either way, this feels like one step closer to getting closure. I've been worried that all the materials I'm sending aren't enough, but you seem to find good evidence with them regardless. I haven't found any additional pages of Toby's notebook yet, but I'll keep looking. Out of everything in this expedition archive, those pages are the most important. Well, at least to me they are. I did find Toby's wallet though, so I sent that along with some more documents. There's one piece of evidence I wasn't able to give you, because I already sent it to Michelle for DNA testing. A bloody gauze. Dun, dun, dun. I don't think I'll get it back. When I test DNA samples for my zoology classes, they, the process ends up destroying them. I wonder if forensic testing is similar to what we do in class. Anyway, I took a photo of the gauze inside, this, inside its evidence bag and sent that to Michelle as well. You should be able to see the photo in DeviantTracker with the test results whenever they're ready. I also uploaded a new file named Documentary Reviews to my university account. I guess I was inspired by all your sleuth work, so I did some digging of my own. Well, I did an internet search, if that counts. I found those reviews and thought they might help, since you're trying to evaluate all the suspects. It seems like getting to know everyone's past could be a real eye-opener. Hopefully learning more will help you cross someone else off the potentially a murderer list. Signed, Ami Takahashi. Beautiful. Thank you, Ami. Opening the file. Okay, on the left-hand side, we have a weekly, another uh, Department of Natural Sciences weekly report. Um, we've seen a couple of these in, the, in past boxes, so I'm going to go ahead and read that. The date is August 22nd, 2018. The report name is Moon Summit Expedition Team Report Number 16. The report was written by Dr. Nigel Ritchie. To Douglas Plinkley. Another week in the great Alaskan wilderness, and another report with nothing to, well, report. We still have yet to find any evidence of the ghost links. Conrad has mentioned that he has a few promising leads, but hasn't shared them with the rest of the team. My guess is that he hasn't decided, that he's decided to start exploring the cave systems of the region more rigorously. I suggested, I suggested doing so months ago. But Conrad's pride wouldn't allow him to follow someone else's plan. It has been rather difficult for me to not bring up that he hasn't taken my advice from the start. We might have found something by now. But at this point, I'll be satisfied seeing any kind of results. Things have calmed down considerably after last Friday's excitement. I am truly sorry that we had such an incident. It brings me no joy having to send this document. I hope that the board doesn't let one small unfortunate event color their perception of the entire expedition. Conrad has assembled a top-notch group, but a few of our team members have more volatile personalities than others. I suppose that is the nature of any group dynamic, and I feel we have all learned from that mistake and moved past it. In fact, I believe the team is getting along better than ever in recent days. Lillian has been a joy to work with. I think her creative spirit was sparked by a little excitement. She has been recording more footage than ever. Emma has been keeping a low profile, which I suppose is to be expected, but she has been dedicating more and more of her time to aiding Conrad in sample collection and analysis. Even Rusty has gotten in on the new sense of camaraderie. Just yesterday, he offered to take Toby out on a hike to some of the more scenic areas of the region so the lad could get some new photographs. I don't think I've ever seen jo uh, Toby so jubilant. 
I'm hoping by next week our luck with the ghost links will have changed. It is getting rather difficult to continue sending one report after another, simply restating how Conrad's grand expedition is not turning out how he thought it would. He has mentioned several times that he's that he hopes the results from this trip will enable him to retire from the field and, and focus on lecturing. But it will be rather difficult for him to rest on his laurels if he fails to come back with any evidence once again. Alright, this was saved on 2214, so that's 1932132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132132
think the sentry recordings of this is the um these are the traps i think these are the like the um the motion sensor cameras that they have around the around the park uh with a listing of like what trap number was triggered when it was triggered the time the day and all that so this is definitely going to be important in a few seconds and then lastly there's like a there was like underneath all of these papers was a um i think you know like when you go to the when you go to when you fly out from an airport or whatever and they like and and you get the new um (laughs) i sound like that kid and you and when you believe in you oh geez like when you go on a flight and you're checking in your bag and they put that slip over the bag and it sticks on it and it says like where you came from where you're going has your name on it sort of and has barcodes all over it that's here and it's clearly from for emma's bag emma it says e clarkson on it from on and it was created on may 4th so this was i guess right when the expedition began because it was from denver to anchorage but on the back is some coding like some some something that i like morse code stuff similar to what was in the previous box that we're gonna have to answer so all right so that's all that's in this week's like physically in this week's box so I'm going to go ahead and put this to the side and I'm going to start opening up desktop stuff and keep this little tag thing around so that I can start deciphering what it says. Okay. All right. So I'm opening up Deviant Tracker and I'm looking through the samples tab. have her like DNA sample um, strips with lines on it you know like you're supposed to like I guess compare the lines from the DNA sample to the other sample available I see two test results it says one is a partial DNA sample for a human male the next DNA sample is unknown and then underneath there is a comparison sample gallery where we have the partial DNA sample of a snowshoe hare, of a grizzly bear, of an eastern black bear, of the Canada lynx, the Alaskan gray wolf. Okay, so we gotta look at the unknown sample and see who it looks the most like. Well, I mean, it looks like the unknown sample looks the most like the Canada lynx. Okay. So maybe we did find a lynx after all. What else were we supposed to look at here? Let me look through the other documents. Maybe I got ahead of myself in looking this up. I'm going to go into the university portal. up the documentary reviews pdf here slimy lettuce it's from a website called slimy lettuce i guess it's like their take on rotten tomatoes really cute um and it seems like lillian walker had a had a a documentary called hatched from 2008 and uh Let's see, the movie info. With the progression of science uh, comes advancements in the fields of health and family planning, creating life where previously there was none. In vitro fertilization can help families grow despite their struggles to conceive naturally. Hatched unapologetically explores this scientific start to new life and what it means for families who choose it. Director Lillian Walker journeys to discover how families cope with their choices in the weeks, months, and even years after the procedure. This uh, film did not do very well. It got a 19% 
and it is categorized as certainly slimy. Let's see what some of the critics' reviews were. I have to zoom in because my eyes are older now. Uh, Lillian Walker intrudes on the lives of families, celebrating the miracle of birth, turning happy moments into tense and dramatic situations. Alright, to imply that any family would regret bringing life into this world in any form is sickening to me as a mother and a human being. Walker manages to show only the worst of humanity herself in this documentary. Okay, and we have one good review. Love the tensions and the way the family drama escalated throughout the film as families turned on one another and realized the true weight of artificial insemination. This documentary lacks okay, this is another one. This documentary lacks authenticity authenticity and at times reason. Life is so beautiful on its own and attempting an artistic take, this story makes a mockery of IVF and makes a fool of itself. And then the last one is, never seen a filmmaker insert themselves so intrusively into a documentary. The reality TV tactics were leading at best and to say her narration was biased is mild. She took these people's lives into her own hands and twisted them. So, I mean, we already know from the notes that we found in this file that Lillian is trying to simulate a bit of conflict within the group, and it seems like she's done it before, and uh, she didn't, it didn't work out last time, so why is she doing this again? I don't know. What else am I supposed to look at in here? I guess that's all for Ami Takahashi. So let's go back to Deviant Tracker. Let me look at the gallery. Oh, these were old. These are the trail cams. Look at the samples again. I mean, I already just figured out who the sample belongs to. Let me see the tools. Well, I mean, I was I thought that I was supposed to see the samples like the actual quote of the gods because he said Ami said that he had sent I took a photo of the gods inside the evidence bag and sent it to Michelle as well you should be able to see the photo in Deviant Tracker with the test results whenever you're ready but I don't see a photo of the gods I just see the test results so I am confused I mean, I don't know if looking at the gauze is really going to help me, but it would be nice. Alright, well, I guess I should start deciphering what this code means. And I know that we had to decipher the code in a previous episode, so let me open up. I think I wrote the notes in this here thing. I put like I had started writing notes in the little notebook here. I need a pen. I need a pen or oh, a pencil. Oh, well, my pencils are unsharpened. Oh, I'll take my Tommy Pickles screwdriver pen. And yes, you I, you heard right. I have a Tommy Pickles screwdriver pen. You know, cause Tommy Pickles from the records had screw screwdriver and his diapers. Am I too old? Am I aging myself? Regrets? Nickelodeon? Anyone? Anyone out there? Alright. Hmm. I have to look up. Let me look at some of the old files because I don't um actually know how to how to how to answer Morse code, so I have to look at There's, um, this refers back to, there's, uh, I forgot that there were, like, drawings in here as well in the old file, and here we could see, like, those, like, B10, B, whatever, like, the shots that she was trying to set up have B7. Business. 
in your home for all of this. There's a lot of stuff. And I don't have enough space in my home. luggage tag thing here and I'm trying to like figure out the Morse code piece so I'm, I'm actually drawing out the dashes and the dots because I know I did that in a previous episode but there's two different handwritings here there's one that looks a lot like the safety protocols from the last episode and then there's some other one and I don't recall I guess it was in a previous episode so I'm gonna have to look through the older the other bookshelf to see if I can figure that out. I'm able to do this one. Oh, 
so this I'm, I was able to decipher the second message using this Morse code translator says take Toby on a hike I need a break and the second one says fine you owe me Ugh. heebie jeebies all right well we deciphered that but we still haven't determined who is to be eliminated so this is what we know thus far. We know that the bloody gauze contained a human male DNA along with what looks like a Canadian lynx DNA. Uh, we know that the hidden message was on Emma's tag and it says, take Toby on a hike, I need a break. And then the second message says, fine, you owe me. The fine, you owe me looks like it would have been rusty because that is the same coating that's used in the medallion the safety medallion uh from a previous episode one of the one previous uh pieces of evidence and we i'm assuming the second one is emma even though i can't remember where i saw the bunny prints but i know that they're close like emma and rusty wallet had like a little note to Toby in it saying like come to this place at midnight for cool shots hmm interesting alright so the only thing we haven't really looked at is the um what else was in that file the only other thing we haven't really looked at well, are these shots that Lillian wanted to capture that we found uh, in not just this file, but we found like the actual, um, what's that word for uh, like, uh, like not screenshots, but like the storyboard. We found the storyboard for in a previous file, but we should also look at this log, the sensor log what was triggered and at what time first trap was triggered on the 24th of August at 7.28 in the morning and then was reset at 10 in the morning. The second trap was triggered in the evening of 
August 29th, which is the day that we're kind of looking at, at 7.30 p.m. and then was reset at 9.11 that same day. Then there's another one that was set off at 5.49 in the morning on the 18th, was reset at 8.59, 8.57 that morning on the 18th. On the 21st, there was one that was triggered, triggered at I'm sorry, the other, this one was triggered at 8.30 p.m., which means that it was reset at 10. Oh. Let's look at that camera. Because we should have, we at least have the photos. opened up the map and I'm trying to write out the traps that they are mentioning here. Four minutes to reset the trap. 
we know that he died between like 9 and 10, so then this person couldn't have been the one to reset the trap because they were too busy killing him over here and running back to camp. They wouldn't have made it over there in time. At least that's how I understand it. Maybe if I have to look, maybe I have to look at the, uh, at what they, what their, what they said their alibis were. This makes sense to Rusty's story. Last night we'd gotten to ping off one of the traps to the east of the camp, which is exactly where that thing was. So after dinner, I decided to head out there to check what we got and reset it. Once I got there, I thought well, our luck had finally turned. As I saw, there was a cat inside, but it wasn't a ghost link, just a regular loop surveyor. And the SOB put up a hell of a fight back in the hammer of my arm before turning in for the night. I wish to see everyone was counted. Because Rusty. Wait. Where did they say that they found the gauze? <sighs> you know, what? what's weird is I can't... Under the Deviant Tracker, I don't see a picture of the evidence. I only see the sample. just have a picture of it too. Why would the, he say that he took a picture of the gauze in its bag? I want to see the evidence bag because I want to see where the gauze was found, which I don't have. You should be able to see the photo in DeviantTracker with the test results when they're ready. I only see the test results. Where is the gods. person would be able to do the thing and come back considering that they have an alibi journey this one i mean honestly every box has me has me scratching my head a little bit more i love these they are so fun i'm learning morse code not really i'm learning the, i'm sure that the google gods who are looking at my searches are like why is she looking up morse code in quarantine they must think that i'm like knocking on my door 
around my window trying to communicate with those on the outside. Maybe I am, but now I'll know how to do it. Anyway, this has been fun. If you want to get your own Hunt a Killer, uh, if you want to start your own Hunt a Killer extravaganza, we do encourage you to, uh, I mean, you don't have to, but it, but you're welcome to use our code, BabyLambs, B-A-B-Y-L-A-M-B-S, at HuntaKiller.com to redeem a 20% off uh, discount on your first box. How cool is that? It's a great way to like spend time with your family. It'll keep you all like entertained. And I believe the first series, uh, Class of 98, can now be purchased as a full set. I don't know how that discount code would work necessarily, but you can get all the boxes submitted at once and you can just like let them sit outside on your porch for a while uh, till the germs are off of it. And then you can play and binge all of the boxes and that could give you at least a few days worth of things to do. But I totally recommend it. Hunt a Killer is a whole lot of fun, and I look forward to seeing where we ha- where we go from here. We have two boxes left, which means we have two more. Uh, well, we have one more to eliminate as a killer, and then we have like the final leg, who is the killer. Oh my god! Um, so I will probably have that for you soon. Because I assume we'll probably continue to be in quarantine for a little bit. And I certainly enjoy these. I hope that you do too. Thank you guys again for listening. I hope that you are all doing well. That you're safe. That your family is healthy and safe. That you're you know, doing everything you can to keep yourself occupied during the, this quarantine situation. I hope that you're all practicing healthy habits. And like socially distancing from each other. Like please guys stay home that's why we're making this this is why i'm making these podcasts for you so you could just stay home and like wash the dishes and listen to somebody else for a little bit um so please don't go outside let's try to get through this let's let's hope and pray that we can get out of this soon but in the meantime i'll be happy to give you some stuff to listen to uh thanks again and i or we or whomever will see you very soon bye Thank you for listening to the Baby Lambs podcast. Artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Lacosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCAST or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.